KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. From KYW News Radio 1039 FM, this is Flashpoint. Shining light on the issues that matter to you in Philadelphia. Presented by the Gift of Life Donor Program. Organ donors save lives. Hello, I'm Raquel Williams, and this week on Flashpoint, we've already made the pledge that 2022 will be our year, right? Well, it can be if we plan properly. In this episode, Antoinette Lee, Sharaday Howard, and I will talk about goal setting. To help us out, we'll talk with a therapist, author, and self-love coach on self-care for this new year. The main thing is to have a clear vision of the goal that you want to attain. Our change maker of the week gives us another view into 2022. So things are kind of shifting in opportunities and kind of leaving the things that must fall apart. It's an informative and fun half hour you don't want to miss. All ahead on Flashpoint. Hello and welcome to this week's Flashpoint. I'm Raquel Williams, and in studio with me are some names that you know very well because we are doing a very special Flashpoint. It is the first one of the new year, and for the new year, of course, everyone likes to talk about goal setting and figure out ways that we can improve our lives and look at the things that we've done over the previous year and just make some improvements. So with this show, we are going to be doing the same thing. And joining me in studio today... Antoinette Lee and Miss Sharaday Howard. Hi. We are all together Hello. for Flashpoint. Is this not awesome? <laughs> all right. This is very, very exciting. And Happy New Year to everyone, of course. Happy, Happy New, New Year. <sighs> so every New Year, ladies, I, I get into this rut where I go, okay, well, what did I do this past year? And how can I improve on it next year? And all the goals are pretty lofty. You know, we want to lose 150 pounds, 300 pounds of weight loss. We're not going to drink. Be invisible, right? we're gonna, yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> not going to do anything. Though. We're going to be. You're I'm going to be perfect in the new year. And of course, goals. that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. I don't know. Are you guys like me when it comes to goal setting? Very much so. I start off at the moon and I wind up at the horizon. And the next thing you know, I'm back in bed thinking of what I did wrong, <laughs> what I could have done better. <laughs> we right? all yeah. shoot for I the think moon. In, in theory, I'm like that, right? But in actuality, I'd like to think that I'm more a proponent of grace, you know, mm-hmm. uh, being easy on myself and being thankful for how far I've gone and, and just looking forward to the future. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> I mean, I guess we all start out with great intentions, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to you have to figure something out. Like, okay, I'm going to do this, and this is going to work, and it's going to be great. So I'm going to go. I'm going to be in the gym mm-hmm. at least three days a week. See, my gym thing is every year, and I'm good for about three months. Okay, two to three months. I'm good. I'm there. I'm, <laughs> and then I'm like most other Americans who by March, mm-hmm. it's like, wait, I have a gym membership. Right, <laughs> life has showed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, you know it's 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 important. I think and and something about a fresh slate of the new year just makes you want to take stock, right? Yeah, I think that's for everyone. It's human. It's human nature to kind of see a new beginning and want to meet it head on. Mm. You know, and self improvement it always starts with what self care. Self care that seems to be the catchphrase of twenty twenty one. Originally, self care I would think of as going to get my nails done. You know, going to get a massage, but. It's not always spending money, right? What can you do today that's going to make you feel genuinely better tomorrow, three days Mm -hmm. from now, 
four days from now, next month, what are you really going to be grateful for? Right. And that doesn't always look like, I mean, some could argue, I could say pedicures are self-care. I think <laughs> okay. I, yes. for me, that is self-care, you know, <laughs> but I might not need that new bag. Yes. Like boundaries, You're creating boundaries again, not just for others and how they uh, meet you, but how you meet yourself. Yeah. It's about deciding, okay, what does, what really do I want? Where am I? Who am I? And then revisiting all of those questions over and over and being honest about so, it in the moment. It sounds like you have to be self-aware. Yeah, self-care more so than, you know, making those purchases. Although retail therapy is a thing. It's a thing. But it doesn't give you long-term satisfaction. Right. 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 And so self-care does when you do those things that are beneficial to your longevity. This is where people, I think, get, uh, get a little confused. It's about being in the moment and being able to recognize the moment, giving yourself credibility, mm. credit for mm-hmm. doing what you've done mm-hmm. and being able to really sit in that pocket for a minute, but also doing it in the way that gives you longevity mm. and gives you that enduring self-care uh, effect. And it's not just that you're walking in it, you're standing in it right. and you're walking in it. Right. It's the, the contradiction that we all get so confused by, but it's not mutually exclusive. One mm. doesn't mean not the other. You can do both. Right. right, right, and that's what we're balance. Mm-hmm. Balance. Do you think that comes with as we age, these different facets of ourselves start to emerge, and and we start to become more self-aware? Because I could tell you, twenty something. Oh, self-aware? Hey, <laughs> not me at all. I was. No. I didn't know who I was, what I was going to do, where I was going. No, you know? I think we all figure that out, right? Like yeah. over time, it's just it's not who you are when you are. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> As the no. as the twenty something uh, in the room, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know those those years are closing for me very soon. <laughs> but I, I guess I have to say that um, self awareness started kind of early for me because I had to. Wow, because of, yeah. because of those because of life, right? right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Everybody's experience is different, so you can have a twenty something or twenty two year old who right. has matured so much because of the things that they've right. gone through or whatever is happening. So yeah, 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 that's true. So age is a number; it depends on. It is. Your life experience. Yeah. And wisdom is a way. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes do, wisdom's, wisdom's a way about you. Yeah. Mm. I do feel that every year I've gotten better, though. Every year I I've become too. more wise. Yeah. Since we've met, oh, boy, <laughs> the the yeah. cascading, you know, right. challenges. Exactly. And then also how you've been able to meet them head on and then yeah. how you've been able to ride out. Does it take another person to help us see ourselves? Because we can't see ourselves the way other people see us. Does it take someone else to go, you know what? You do that a lot, or you always think mm. your way is the best way, or you, That's you know, why good yeah. relationships are important, mm. right? Yes. <laughs> mm. yes. Friends, family, everything, yeah. right? Your circle, yeah. It's your about circle. circling back. It's like figuring out, okay, who are your people, and right. are they really your people? Because do they see you, and then tell you what they see, right? Yeah. With honesty right. and grace, right? And with can you receive it, grace? With honesty and grace. You know what? It depends on who it's coming from. Okay. Um, and you know, I I'm. I happily take constructive criticism, okay? Because I'm always like, okay, how can I do this better? How can I be better? Oh, did this offend you? Because I'm, I'm always out to not offend. Right. I'm always like clutching the pearls, like, what did I just say something right. wrong? I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if it's coming from a person that I love and respect or a friend or somebody that professionally that I respect, you guys I respect professionally, um, then I would sit back and mm-hmm. tilt my head and 
And then I would have to think about like, wow, they just told me that X, Y, Z. I don't know if I like that. But, <laughs> but you know, when you have more than one person telling you the same thing, you, it might be time to take some stock and go, maybe I do have that issue. Right. right? Yes. So as far as goal setting, do you guys do the New Year resolution thing every year? Or do you just do something mental? Do you write it down? What do you do? Like the Oprah's vision board has lived with me. So now I don't do an actual like in-house vision board, but I do a mental and spiritual vision board. Okay. That, that. Mm-hmm. really needs to like be a part of my everyday life. So I have to remember at the first of the year to impl- to actually pull it up, mm-hmm. be conscious of it, and then to really, like you said, take stock. Like honestly sit down and take stock. And I do. Mm-hmm. So I'll meet those things. I'll actually write it out in my head and write it down, just the three, mm-hmm. and then try to revisit every morning. Okay, what part am I actually participating in? And what's falling? What's falling to the wayside? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually self-care. <laughs> I'm I'm big on both the the vision board and the writing, but in a different way. So I've had a vision board that you know some of those goals haven't actualized out, and it's a vision board from three four years ago. Mm-hmm. But it still applies to this year because there are still some of the things there that I want to see manifested, and I'm still working on. And I, the same with some goals. Like I've uh, maybe five years ago when I first started working at KYW, I wrote down like. 15 things that I wanted for my life. And one by one, they have slowly but surely been coming to manifestation. So every now and again, I'll look at it and revisit. And of course, you know, you you have affirmations and things that you work on weekly and say to yourself on a more usual basis. But um, I don't know that these are things that you have to refresh every year because they, in, in actuality goals can take years right. to, to manifest, you know, right. um, the new year is a nice time to refresh, but in reality, it, it takes time. Everything takes time. So Yeah, that's true. Um, so even if we set out to do a, a specific thing or have a specific goal, if it doesn't come to fruition in that year, mm-hmm. just carry it on to the next year yeah. because mm-hmm. maybe it takes longer than a year. So that's yeah, a good point. Exactly. That's a exactly. good point. I tend to beat myself up if I don't reach the goal or if I bow out of it too quickly. Yeah. Um, and then what that does is it creates behavior that's even more against what I was trying to do. So case in point, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm going to be in the gym, the whole thing, and I don't go to the gym. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just take this gallon of vanilla. I'll just have this, you know, pistachio, what, the ice cream, because I eat my problems. That's my drug of choice, (laughs) food. (laughs) And I know it. I'm self-aware when it comes to that. You know, I've talked to nutritionists. Ice cream is an elixir. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, got a problem, get some ice cream. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's comfort. Mm-hmm. It's what it, it's instant gratification and comfort because right. I want to get rid of the pain or whatever struggles mm-hmm. that I'm dealing with immediately. Yeah. Immediate stress relief. And it's horrific. It's yeah. horrible. I'm thankful we have a professional <laughs> coming in to right? talk about yes. uh, these things and how we can get back on the right track. Yes. So that'll be hard. in our next segment. But, yeah. you know, I think that's something that we're all guilty of. Right. Yeah. You know, we get right. we get down on one goal and then we just say, oh, forget it. Let me just have that tub of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> to know what our or the, to know what that catalyst is, is really important to know mm-hmm. in that moment. What's that trigger? What's that thing yeah. Yeah. that allows us to make the excuse to keep moving mm-hmm. in that direction? Usually it is, oh, well, I already opened the door to it, yeah. so I might as well walk through Just the door. Just walk through it. You know, you can close that door. Hey, so we're mm-hmm. going to talk about that today. Yeah, absolutely. Close I'm glad we're now. doing this um, because uh, we do have two guests coming in that are, or the, coming on that will be talking to us about it. One is an intuitive. Oh, boy. Right? Everything healing. Mm-hmm. She is. She's an intuitive she does tarot, and she's also a doula. She's a Reiki master. Wow, I mean, everything. what can you say? 
There's so much involved, but she's going to do a little something for us today. She's going to let us know what 2022 is going to look like by tapping into the new year with a little bit of tarot, like we said, a little intuitive reading, Mm -hmm. but also astrology. And we're also going to have someone that's going to help us with goal setting. So I don't keep doing the same thing. (laughs) She's a a therapist. She's an author. She's a self-love coach. She's amazing. And I'm really looking forward to, to having her on. And of course, this flashpoint looks different than any other flashpoints. That's right. And the flashpoints after this are going to be looking different as well. So That's we don't want to give the whole thing away, <laughs> no. but this is the the first of the new year and the shows are going to be changing from what you've originally uh, heard before. 2022 is going to be our year. Flashpoint is changing and it's evolving. And uh, we'll be sharing more of that with you all coming up on Flashpoint. Flashpoint is sponsored by the Gift of Life Donor Program. Organ donors save lives. Register today at DonorsOne.org. Welcome back to part two of our special Flashpoint show. I'm your co-host Antoinette Lee, and here with us we have... Shara Day. And Raquel. (laughs) And this week we're talking about goal setting and starting the new year off on a high note and hopefully learning some of the ways that we can keep that momentum going. Now, I'd like to bring on a special guest. Uh, She's a professional and she's going to help add her expertise to our discussion. Dina Davis is a therapist, author and self-love coach. She's going to share some nuggets with us. Right, Dina? Thank you so much for being on Flashpoint. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) All right. So I know that you've been working with individuals, children and families for more than 10 years helping them to establish, you know, action steps to help reach attainable goals, right? So what do we need to keep in mind while we're setting our goals for the new year? The main thing is to have a clear vision of the goal that you want to attain. Having a clear vision, meaning like, what does it feel like? What does it sound like? If it's an audio thing, what does it smell like? You know, really having a clear picture of what you want to attain is very important. And then creating the action steps to attain that goal. I just say, start off with attainable goals that are bite-sized for you. So don't bite off too more to shoot than you can chew. You know, like start off small and then, you know, build yourself up. Because when you bite off too much than you could chew, then you get burnt out and it just doesn't come together the way that you would like for it to. So if someone wants to lose weight, say and they say mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna lose 50 pounds in two months <laughs> not a good not a good goal uh-huh. right so you just should we I start mean, in smaller increments i would say start in smaller increments maybe like two pounds or five pounds per week so that way you can just build up to so that way it's like you build up the momentum if you want to go for 10 pounds in three weeks that's fine but to say uh that you're going to lose 50 pounds in two two months, is that really realistic? You want to be right. realistic with your goals. Yeah. That's important. Being realistic. That's right, that's yeah. where I fail. Right. <laughs> yes. That's where we all fail. And that's you know, why a lot of people fail because it's like you want to, you want to attend, you want to uh, reach the goal. But sometimes, you know, due to your circumstances, it may not be realistic or attainable. So that's why I say you break it down. So that way you're not beating yourself up if you don't attain or acquire that particular goal. So have patience with yourself. Basically, patience, grace, um, be compassionate with yourself. That's very important. And just pacing yourself out. Yeah. So, you know, we we talked about this a little bit failure, you know, like if we set a goal for ourselves, say we do say we want to lose two pounds this week or maybe we want to write every day this week and we don't exactly hit that goal and then we fail and we feel bad about ourselves. Right. So how can we 
get back on the horse and keep going anyway? I just told my clients just to keep going. Do not stop. Do not beat yourself up. Give yourself, like I said, grace, compassion. Um, the same energy that you give to other people, you want to give it to yourself. Like coming from a self-love model, which is what I teach my clients, you have to put yourself first. Like what are your needs? What do, what are things that uh, will help you to attain the goals? That feeds right into what I wanted to ask. I'm about right <laughs> now trying to make myself a priority. You know, yes. I want to feel free. I don't want to just feel mm. free. I kind of, I want to be free. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's so many attachments, so many, uh, so many tethers. Like, how do I make myself a priority? What's the first step? First step is understanding what you need, right? Learn yourself. Um, not what anyone placed on you, not what any, how anyone wants to treat you, but how do you want to be treated, right? So I say write all that, write all of those things down. Not even just as in a romantic relationship. I think we always say like, oh, I want a partner that does X, Y, and Z. You are your partner, like you are yourself. Like so, treat yourself how you will want your partner to treat you, and then that way you start attracting then what you want, what you require. But if you don't know what you require, then how can you? then receive it so you can't call in what you don't know what you don't know the name of so you gotta exactly. name it true right yeah. and it's, it's really about like grounding yourself as well like centering and grounding yourself um so i'll tell clients you know go outside get some fresh air connect with nature spend time with like-minded people you know goal setting is also about being around people who are like you who want to attain goals, not people who are going to pull you down. You want to be around mm-hmm. people who are going to uplift your energy and your frequency and um, just be a good vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that because that's something we can all take into account. Right. You know, everyone listening, right? You know, ground yourself and surround your people with people, you know, folks yeah. who are going to set you up for success. Yeah. yeah. You know, earlier we were talking about um, taking construct criticism and being self-aware and, um, you know, at what point do you become completely self-aware? And is that important with the process of knowing what you want to do for yourself and the goals that you want to set for yourself? It's very important to be self-aware. I think the process of becoming self-aware is ongoing. Mm-hmm. There is no end point to it. You know, you just evolve into a different person where you are at that particular point in time um, based off of the the things that you want for yourself, you know, so the goals, as we are talking about today, will set you up to be in a higher frequency, a, a better place, you know, um, and just being more aware of the things that you wanted 10 years ago, they're not going to be the same for today. So it's just really about elevation and just being aware of what you need at the in the present moment and being present with yourself and releasing I think releasing is very important, too, with evolving and being self-aware and just acknowledging, you know, what you need. What do you mean by releasing? And like, what are some good methods or ways to do that? I say cry if you have to cry. Um, Releasing old energy, old baggage, old relationships, things that do not suit you Mm. in the present moment right now. So if you're holding on to past history, past mistakes, past failures, that's what you need to release in order to move forward into attaining more goals because you're going to keep looping your your brain is going to keep looping through the failures the mistakes the things you could have should have would have done mm, i love that what are we releasing in the in this group <laughs> like, mine's about forgiveness mm-hmm. like i want to like release through forgiveness because mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. 
forgiveness of myself and then also other people because I can hold mm-hmm. on to some stuff. Mm. You know, I can hold on to it and I can just, you know, color you all in that anger mm-hmm. and that bitterness. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I have to kind of remember to free myself and release yes. by forgiving. Forgiveness yeah. is is not for the other person. Like you said, forgiveness is always for you. Mm-hmm. I teach my clients to listen to their body, pay attention to your body. Once you release or cut cords with someone, how do you feel? A lot of times they will say, oh my God, I feel so much lighter. I don't have this weight, you know, on my shoulder. So releasing is about releasing the weight of it all. You know, Mm -hmm. as well, not the emotional, but the physical weight, the stress of it, too, is about releasing all of that as Mm -hmm. well. I tend to live in the past a lot. I'm always looking back to should I have done that or I should have stayed with that or maybe I should have stayed on that track. I I don't know. I I always hang on to what's back there and it's gone. It's Mm -hmm. it's not. You can't bring it back. So, you know, she's talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm With staying in the past, you are like you're stretching yourself mentally, right? Because you keep, like I said, you keep looping through what you should have done or could have done or would have done, but you're not being present with yourself like right now. So it's like, it's a mental stretch. You know, you're like burning, I don't want to say burning yourself at both ends, but you're just stretching yourself thin, as they would say. Yeah, you're right. Sort of along that same line. I think everyone can probably uh, relate to this. So we work in a in a business that has a, a lot of tension. You know, we're dealing with some very heavy stuff, you know, from from mm-hmm. gun violence to the pandemic. Right, and right. it's hard on a, especially like an intuitive person like myself to keep going yes. forward every day. You know, sometimes I can carry uh, what happened yesterday into the next mm-hmm. day and the next day. And it just mm-hmm. builds up until I'm like completely burnt out from from work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it makes it hard to, to sort of go into the next week with more purpose and alignment when I'm still carrying the trauma and weight of that last week. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can relate to that. Yeah. So my remedy for that is to each day, because we carry so much, uh, myself and you ladies as well, we pick up on so much energy, right? And so I just say every morning, me personally, I release any energy that is not my own. Anything that, any trauma that is not my own, I release it and return it back to the person that I received it from. That way is you're not carrying something that is not your own. You're taking ownership of what is yours and you're releasing anything that is not yours. And I know Mm -hmm. it it probably sounds like, what, Dina? Like, what are you talking about? But it really does help because mentally you are not carrying what someone else placed on you or the trauma of what's going on right now, the pandemic or, you know, the mass, the shootings in Philadelphia. Like I just tend to stay centered and grounded within what is going on with me and just release it. I'm a very aware, like be aware, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. to carry it, that's what's adding to your weight as well. You know, we're going into year three of a pandemic and, you know, we have lost so much. We have endured so much. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of, of grace for myself and, and for others. Mm-hmm. How are you advising your your clients on on being better and improving while also taking into account that, you know, these are some very challenging and unprecedented times we're living in? Just I always say, just take the time that you need. Like I said, listen to your body um, when you need to rest, rest. If you feel like you need to work out, work out like you just have to go with whatever you're compelled to do at that particular time um, and don't go against what you are feeling. If you're feeling it, then nine times out of 10, that's what you're supposed to be doing. The resistance is what causes the fear, the anxiety and all of that. When you are in flow 
it's like water, but it's yeah. smooth sailing. It's no, it's not rocky. You know, you just, you're just present, you know, and I cannot stress that enough just to be present with yourself will make everything just a lot more smoother. This is a free therapy session we're getting here. Oh, we need the three free therapy. Y'all know a therapist are hard to get to right now because we all need them. We all need it. And you know, we should talk about that, especially in our community when it comes to therapy. People are like, what? You want to see a therapist? Mm -hmm. Yes. It should be part Mm -hmm. of our health plan in general. I am very open about I've been seeing a therapist for years and it has improved my life in totality. Like, I I don't know what I would do without therapy. That is my goal next year. Regular therapy. Do Mm -hmm. it. Regular therapy. It. And guess right? what? So I have a therapist, so mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, beyond it. It's it's a part of my life as well. I probably call her more than I probably should, <laughs> but she's also my mentor. Um, her name is Dr. Walls, but it's it's very important. You mentioned rest when your body tells you to rest, rest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are taught, you know, especially as black women, just push through. Mm. Rest. Yes. You can't. You, there's no time to rest because you got to push through and do the next thing and do the next thing and then just keep keep pushing through. And we do. Mm-hmm. We do tend to burn out ourselves when we're doing right. all that pushing through. But Our that's grand- what's expected mm-hmm. of us as well. Yeah, I feel like exactly. that's what's expected. Yep. And we get it from yeah. each other. That's like the true. first thing I remember hearing from my grandma was put your shoulder into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they put your put head your back down, into put your shoulder it. into it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, because your body will shut down on its own. Mm. It, that's where the burnout comes from. Like, you know, your body, your body tells you when it's time, when it wants to rest. But we just keep going and keep going, keep going because that's what society has placed on us to keep going, to push through. But I say, um, no, go to sleep. <laughs> I say, <laughs> take it. the nap. It's very important because it helps you to reset throughout the day. And that's my model. Like you can reset as many times as you need to throughout the day in life every day. But if we're not listening to when we need to reset, how will we know when to reset? You know, so we really have to listen to what our body is telling us. And um, when it's time to rest, you have to rest. People shouldn't be afraid of therapy. For some reason, when they hear the word therapy, I don't know why such a negative connotation comes when it comes to that. But if you could describe what what it's like in in your practice when you're dealing with your clients, you're basically just sitting down having a conversation. It's not like you have to tell specific things. It's Mm -hmm. just it's kind of like releasing. Like you have somebody that is not in your life on a day to day basis that Mm -hmm. can, you know, give lend some kind of a guidance to you as far as how you're handling things it's right not an interrogation absolutely <laughs> right no it's very much a conversation how we are talking right now it's a conversation and i intentionally make it that way for my clients because when i was in therapy when i was 16 it was very cold like the office was cold the therapist was cold she just was sitting there and i always said that i wanted to be very engaging and it wanted to be a conversation more so than you just sitting there and i'm not talking to you so it's very open i always tell my my clients like I'm you're the captain I'm the co-captain so if you want to navigate to plan a I'm gonna give you all the tips and tools to navigate through plan a if midway through you want to go to plan b we're going to shift courses and I'm gonna give you the tips and tools for plan b so it's really it's a it's a partnership mm-hmm. Raquel I'm so glad you brought that up because I think that is something that prevents a lot of people from seeing a therapist they think they have this connotation in their head that something has to be wrong with them or right, something yeah. has to be wrong that means that I I'm failing in some way right. but it doesn't have to be that right 
No, no, it could just be like a general, like I need to reset or I want to gain some clarity on why I keep picking a particular partner to um, I'm just tired of the way that I'm navigating through life. I need assistance for my younger clients. It's about needing that bigger sister, auntie, cousin feel that they maybe are lacking within their own families. Whereas mm-hmm. your family, you could just talk to them, but not, they're not going to give you the tips and tools and techniques that I'm going to give because I'm clinically trained to do that. Right. But I do it in a manner that's not like punitive or like do this, like these 10 steps are going to get you. No, it's very much a gradual process that we work and we build together to assist you with attaining whatever you want to attain. One thing that Philly uh, is uh, familiar with, and especially this year, we're well over 550-something shooting deaths, shooting deaths, trauma. What happens when a person has unresolved trauma and they're trying to just live their life, you know, without having dealt with a traumatic incident or issue? It manifests in other ways. So it comes out through attachment, like they may attach to a wrong type of person or Uh, trauma bond or it may be aggression. They may be aggressive to other people. If you're not aware of the trauma and how it affects you, it just comes out in ways that you're not even uh, cognizant of, you know? So that's why it's very important for our children who have experienced or witnessed a shooting, like please get them into some type of therapy so that they, that way they can navigate through their feelings. Um, It can also result in people like just shutting down and not know how to communicate because it's like, oh, well, this always happens. You know, I live in North Philly. It's always a shooting, you know, on every corner, but that's not normal. So it manifests into that being a normalized behavior or a normalized thing. And it's really not normal to experience trauma back to back to back to back like that. So that is not normal. We have to keep that in mind. It is. Those generational traumas are real. And we're kind of releasing what our grandparents didn't, what our parents didn't. This is a heavy burden sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to help us kind of release some of that, I guess. Yes. Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for this, this free therapy game you're putting us on right now. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. How can people follow along with your information? So my website is Dina L Davis.com. My social media, Media is Dina Davis underscore LSW. That's the best way to reach me. Dina, thank you so much for joining us on Flashpoint this week. Thank you so much for having me. If you're considering home care for yourself or a loved one, Patriot Home Care makes it easy with a caring and compassionate staff. Don't be overwhelmed by all the choices. Let Patriot Home Care help. Patriot Home Care is growing with offices throughout Philadelphia and now in Delaware. Patriot is accepting caregivers and new clients virtually as well. At Patriot, you will love what you do and feel rewarded by taking care of people who need your help. Patriot also offers some of the area's best pay, benefits, and a $600 sign-on bonus to new caregivers. Visit PatriotHomeCare.org. The Philly Rising Changemaker of the Week is presented by Patriot Home Care. Welcome back to Flashpoint. This week, our Philly Rising Changemaker is Ebony Lachey, founder of Rooted Alchemy. Focusing on all things healing, she's an astrologer, a tarot reader, an intuitive and Reiki master, not to mention a birth doula. And for us today, she'll be giving us a little insight into what we can expect in the new year by tapping into 2022. Exactly. How did you get into the work that you do? Because we know that you are a Reiki master. You're an astrologer. You're a tarot reader. You're all things healing. It was just something in my spirit. I was going through some things and I was 
looking for a tool for me to kind of get back into myself. And I came across Reiki and I went to the Reiki School of Philadelphia and had a session and I built a friendship with one of the teachers there. And then she just became my mentor. She introduced me into tarot and I took a few of her intuitive development classes. So I got in it because I was looking to heal myself. So let's talk about that, the healing (laughs) aspect of it all. And it's all meeting yeah. mind, body, soul, all of these things. You managed to reach out to someone who could kind of open that door for you. So today you might be that door for someone else. I hope that I am. My intention is always to use what I know, what I learned and what I experienced to help someone else. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to this intuitive reading that we are going to get into <laughs> and what we're going to learn here. <laughs> I think we're going to start out with tarot, right? A three card. Okay. Yes. So right now what I'm using is an Oracle deck. It's a form of a tarot card pool. The Oracle decks, um, they have little messages on them. And so I have three cards. The first card for me that just basically states that we're in a process of healing. There are some changes. There are things that are showing up that are new. We're entering into new paths and that speaks to us entering into a new year. We're coming into 2022 and we're at the point where it's time to set intentions so that you can receive whatever it is that you need or that you would like to manifest in the upcoming year. And so it's kind of the energy that we're leaving. So I'm going to read the second card um, and it's kind of where we're headed to. So whole collective, we're leaving behind 2021. We experienced a pandemic. People have lost life. They have lost loved ones. They have lost their jobs, their sense of security and We're kind of realigning into our purpose, although it might not look like that. We're opening new doors and how we interact. We're here via Zoom. Some of us have gotten the opportunity to work home and to kind of be with our families more. So things are kind of shifting and getting into a new place that speaks into us getting into a new year to have new opportunities and kind of leaving the things that must fall apart. The last part says your most abundant success manifests when you are aligned with your integrity. You do not need to put your faith in pathways or projects that do not resonate with your deeper spiritual knowing. Everything Mm -hmm. that is happening in your life is part of how your prayers are being answered. A new order is to be established and you're being led into it. You Mm -hmm. just spoke to my spirit, to everything that I'm going through right now. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share my gifts. Thank you so much for sharing them with us. Well, that's all for this week's Flashpoint. I'll leave you with this quote from our very own Antoinette Lee. Comparison is the thief of joy. For Shara Day Howard, Antoinette Lee, and our producer, Arian Fulcher, I'm Raquel Williams. Thanks for joining us. Happy New Year. Flashpoint is a production of KYW News Radio 1039 FM. For more, go to KYWnewsradio.com slash Flashpoint and subscribe to the Flashpoint Podcast wherever you get your shows. Presented by the Gift of Life Donor Program. Organ donors save lives.